No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it raw. Podcast contains mature content. The views and opinions expressed by the host are not necessarily those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Smack and Raw Podcast, episode one seventy one. I am your host, the Warden Matt Ritter. I am back with my not so always co-host, Sir Cusselot Travis Pointer. And today we have very special guests. Don't worry, Travis. I'll do your AKs from those wrestling girls. We have both Krista B and Queen PR with us today. I was all going to say we got royalty here. We've got a queen to match the king, and then they surprised me with Krista. So now we've got two queens to match our one king. Sir Cussell at Travis Pointer, a.k.a. the Dragon King, a.k.a. Big T, a.k.a. Sweet T, a.k.a. T-Money, a.k.a. Black Merlin, a.k.a. H-N-I-C. Nice. What's happening? So, sir, before we move on, let me just address this whole not so, you know, not so always co-host thing. I take a week off, and all of a sudden, it's just, you know. You took a month off from everything, and I had to cover. That was months ago, dude. And that was for it, good It reason. happened. All right? That was for good reason. All this, But had I not done that, I would not be okay right now. That's true. Because <laughs> I me wouldn't that. have health insurance. <laughs> like, me and P, we... At first, we was just like, we're going to go in. We're going to go, 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 go. And we went, went, we went, went, went. burnt out. And burnt like, out. Yeah, that'll break. happen to you. Uh-huh. And I, I missed you guys. And I'm going to put you guys over real quick. Because, ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening to Smack and at Raw podcast, and you guys don't listen to those wrestling girls, please go listen to them. They do something amazing. They talk women's wrestling, but they don't break down matches. They're not just sitting there talking about nails and hair and outfits. They spotlight specific female wrestlers every episode and they chronicle their entire journey through the wwe and they tell you why their accomplishments were important how it affected them their memories all of these great things and really bring out and make these women feel special and give them the recognition that they don't always get so if you're a fan of women's wrestling or just a fan of wrestling in general please go check them out because they do a fantastic job women's wrestling thank is you wrestling. Really appreciate you that. appreciate that thank <laughs> you you guys are one of the first not i guess independent is that what we consider ourselves independent wrestling podcast? Because we don't cover the indies, but we're not in the business. So right, right. Yeah, we like uh, It was you guys and the Get Your Podcast that got me out of like listening to wrestlers talk about their careers and listening to people talk about wrestling. So yo, shout out to Get Your Podcast. Oh, I love those guys. We love everyone over there. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, were you gonna say something before I cut you off, Travis? Oh, I was just going to point out that, like, you know, this week and probably for a few weeks coming, I'm trying to be, you know, a bit more calm and relaxed under doctor's orders, you know. 
I'll be, you know, sober for all these podcasts. So I'm not going to get myself all worked up and upset about anything. You know, I'm Which means you guys came on the perfect I'm podcast. Um... <laughs> because I didn't want to subject you to drunk Travis on your first show with us. Oh, drunk Travis is I, a lot of fun. I right? appreciate it. Drunk Travis like, is so much fun, though. Like, you can be fun drunk or sober. It doesn't matter. Like, I mean, I'm fun sober, too. And I was fun sober when I was the DD for the night, so. Who I need to get in contact with, and I also met, thanks to you guys, is uh, Heels High Facebeat, because I think Travis, once he can start drinking again, or in moderation, would fit in so well with them and what they do We love Facebeat Heels High. Shout out to those ladies, like. They are amazing. We our group chat be lit. Like, <laughs> they really everybody do. brings their own personality um, to the group chat to the Thirsty Thursdays, and we just love them. So shout out to them. If y'all don't listen to them, y'all need to. Yeah. Like follow them on Instagram. Make their drinks. All of that. Like yeah, just go, go good. for it. I started. It, it hurts my soul because they talk about Alexa and they talk about Shotzi, and they don't like either of them, and they're like two of my favorites so i listen to i listen i'm just sitting there and i'm like ah you're killing me but other than that no they are fantastic they're hilarious i really love the undertaker tributes with the shots that they do so oh uh, yeah those shots really be getting us like over that next we tell them like we literally have a disclaimer like listen if you're gonna drink and do these games with us always have a cup of water with you because (laughs) it is not pretty if you do not have water after every shot that you take um, we normally start every episode off uh, just kind of going over Black Lives Matter a little bit or what's going on in the country. Again, as always, no matter what Travis feels about TC, Young Kings Wrestling does have that awesome Black Lives Matter t-shirt, and I have the link to it pinned at tw- on my Twitter at Matt Ritter. You guys can go and get that, and it is now available in pink as well as black and white and Heather Gray in pink, so you guys can go check that out. And that money goes to good causes that um, – organizations that support what Travis and I talk about here towards um, helping with the injustice that occurs in our system that I know Travis knows very well. And I'm sure you both know very well um, living in New York, Mm -hmm. nothing new, Uh, but as crazy as everything is right now, we have a president elect and a vice president elect uh, woman of color who is our now vice president elect who came out and said that there is an injustice in our system, there is a racial issue in our justice system, and it needs to be addressed. And that is that made me feel good about my vote because that's why I voted. So mm-hmm. hearing them say that and that it needs to be addressed made me feel validated in making that decision. Yeah. Now they need to go and do something about it. And if they do, we'll vote again for them next year. If they don't, we'll have to see where we're at. But right now, it's addressed, and I'm very happy about that. Yes, definitely happy about that. Um, it's such a empowering. It was such an empowering moment, even before the election. Like when Biden said Kamala Harris was going to be his running mate, and everybody just like went crazy. I believe I texted you mm-hmm. like this is like a, a a moment in history that we cannot overlook. Like we have to be in this moment. We have to be. We have to put our feet to the ground running to go to these polls. You know, we've stressed in the, the lines that we worked in, mm-hmm. the, the business that we work in, you know, how important it is to vote. Even I was on vacation and I went on our IG live because even on vacation, they was watching CNN. They was trying to mm-hmm. get these votes together. They were talking about it. So when it came out that, you know, Biden and Kamala won, 
it was just like a breath of fresh air. So I, we, I, we thank, I thank them on behalf of the both of us saying, thank you for voting. Your, vo your voices matter. Your votes mattered. And we just have to keep going because the racial injustice is real. It is a thing that is so, so prevalent in our society right now. And it's something that can't be overlooked. It's something that can't be brushed under the rug. And it's something that everybody needs to really pay attention to because mm -hmm. it's not going anywhere until we fix it. Yep. 100. I, yep, we agree 100%. Um, and we appreciate you guys uh, coming on and talking about that. Also, it's amazing because as everyone that listens to this podcast knows, I had a daughter a couple months ago. So she is now coming into a world where she is going to have a female vice president, maybe even a female president by the time she's old enough to vote. So she knows that with everything going on, that's something that's achievable now. She right. has that. And that's awesome. So I feel like it was always achievable as well. It was just people were really scared to, to see it. Yeah. Being, coming from a country that was always male-dominated, even from my history books, you know, it was always a man running something and seeing a female come and just not take over, but take her place, her rightful mm -hmm. place. It's just something that was that, and in, in the sense of the word, makes this country so much better than what it was. Because mm -hmm. now it really gives that I can do this. I can be vice president. I can be president. I can be whatever I want because I have a person who looks like me in the White House or going to be in the White House come in January. Absolutely. She's a boss. And speaking of bosses, mm -hmm. Travis, it is boss time. You got to slide into Sasha's DMs. <laughs> and So what what goes down in Sasha's DMs? Right, I'm so like I'm so curious. To I'm know. so curious. I so Go Travis goes on uh, Sasha's DMs on Instagram every week, and I play a little music to set the mood. And he finds a panda gif, and he sends her a gif of a panda. And he's been doing it every week for two years now. She has not responded, so we're just waiting for her to eventually see like. Sasha, we are going to make her respond. We're going to give that that energy out there. Exude that energy. Hopefully, she'll like it. Even if she likes it, that's a response. All the validation I'd ever need. Right. Exactly. We got your back. We got your back. I love. Let's see. I'm not hearing the music, Matt. Just so you're not hearing anything. Nope. Oh, okay. Well. That sucks. Uh, I guess there won't be any music this time because I'm sure you found one by now. I have. Uh, I was playing Ain't No Fun by uh, Snoop Dogg. Why are panda gifts so cute? <laughs> exactly. They're fucking adorable. It is a panda with a ball hugging the ball. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was playing Snoop Dogg featuring Nate Dogg, Warren G, and Corrupt. Ain't No Fun. Unfortunately, uh, they're not, not going to no hear that. Not if the homies can't get none. Yeah, exactly. And I did that because <laughs> now in News and Rumors... You guys talked about it. I saw it on Twitter. I responded. Snoop Dogg has collaborated with The Undertaker on a line of merch for WWE Shop, and there are a bunch of idiots out there that don't seem to understand what demographic that would appeal to. Now, Travis is one of the biggest Snoop Dogg fans I know. Nice. I am one of the biggest Undertaker fans Travis knows, and we would both easily go buy Snoop Dogg and Undertaker merch at 33 years old, both a white man and an African-American male. And I know you guys are into it. I already Dara fucked you up. Yeah. As soon as it dropped, I bought two shirts. I sent it to my boss, Lou. 
He was like, yo, I was looking at that. I said, I'm buying right now. He's like, how much is it? I told him. It's not, I thought it was going to be like something expensive. It's like a regular yeah. price t-shirt. Yeah. Yep. Well, too, like. I get paid on Sunday. So, yeah. Because <laughs> okay, everything is on pre-order right now. So I just pre-ordered two shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in the 90s. Like, okay, so we're all in our 30s. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I grew up in that era. My brother was a big Tupac fan, even though he's from Brooklyn. And, you know, that whole East Coast, West Coast thing. Had every Snoop Dogg album. He had every Snoop Dogg album. So I just grew up listening to it. And to know that Snoop Dogg, one, he's a WWE Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. He's the cousin of Sasha Banks. Yep. He's been on numerous. He's a fan. He's a WWE fan. He's a fan, and he's been on numerous episodes of Monday Night Raw and SmackDown and and WrestleMania and WrestleMania. I just think, and you said it, Matt. Like, I it says a lot about like how close-minded people be because like people do not understand the range that Snoop Dogg has. Like, he has a show with fucking Martha, Martha Stewart. Stewart. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that his fan base is is limited and then to think that like okay wrestling that's what's great about wrestling everyone and their mother of any walk of life loves wrestling so for people to question why that would be a collaboration and like there's no demographic for that i feel like was just dumb and first of all snoop dogg literally has as the only artist mm-hmm. who has dropped an album in every genre and went number one. Oh, wow. country gospel hip-hop yes <laughs> reggae like he's dropped an album in every genre and it's went to number one so we talk about range musically he's an actor he's i don't want to say he's a wrestler but he has like he's in the whole he thing line. he he did he did um, say, clothesline, saw line, four clothesline yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did a move he did a move like he's not a wrestler a wrestler but you know his range like, he's the only one that can really be yeah. relevant in everything that he does, right. and nobody right. has to question, right. why Snoop Dogg? Right, that is so true. Like, so, for those of you guys who don't know why, know your history, go to Google, it's easy, learn about Snoop Dogg before you start questioning stuff. Right. Not to mention, he's obviously on Sasha's theme music, but also, WWF dropped that Aggression album that had rap versions of all of Yo, the theme music, yeah. he did Stone Cold theme music. He did. He did. He did. And I think, thank you for reminding me because I'm going to go download that and I'm going to add it to my Randy Orton and our favorite CFO song, which is on my phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yep. I'm going to add that to my playlist. So I actually have it on there. I listen to it quite frequently. Uh, Method Man doing uh, The Rocks theme was great. Mm-hmm. There's some really good ones on there. So yeah, I even have The Rocks. It doesn't matter what Wi Fi. <laughs> I remember that. Shit. I do. Like, <laughs> I don't care how corny it was then or now. I blast it every time it comes. I even like put put it on Instagram and Twitter just for the Rock to see it. So Rock, I'm gonna need you to acknowledge me. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you're a big Rock fan, and you know uh, I've got the Rock's pie with uh um who who did he do pie with? Where he sang the song pie it was on. I think. Yeah, I remember that. I don't remember anybody else being on it though. Who's on it? Oh I, yeah, no. Um, it, it was just him. No, 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 no. It was him and fuck. He did a song with Snoop Dogg too. Um, See guys, that's what. <laughs> right, right. Thank you, that's thank Snoop Dogg. <laughs> uh, Cheers to Snoop Dogg. Okay. I can't find it. I'm not going to look for it. But uh, there is somebody else on that song with uh, Slick Rick. It's Slick Rick and The Rock. Wow, that's not. Sang the song Pie. Yeah. Is it so. an- I'm going to have to 
have to look for that in the, in the Apple store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I, it's, I think it's volume five. It's the one with the rock on the cover holding a piece of pie. It's basically, I remember that one. Yeah, it's basically the rock singing a song about going to the country and meeting a bunch of different women and then tasting their pie. Tasting their pie. Mm-hmm. As you guys love to say, the Attitude Era fucked us up. Yeah, <laughs> and we are right after your anniversary where you guys did your Thirsty Thursday. We are what a week out from that. A week out, yeah. Yes. You guys dropped a merch store where you guys have we shirts. Did. We did, and then one of the shirts says the attitude ever fucked us yeah. up. Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy? That came out so organically. It did, and everybody just went crazy. Like and my was phone like, was blowing up. Shirt. Put it on a shirt. Put it on a mask. Put okay. We got it. We got you. We got you. It's there. Boom. How the best stuff happens. Good feedback from that. Um, I decided uh, about five minutes before I walked through the door, because I know you guys don't watch AEW, and I know Travis doesn't like talking about AEW. I sure don't. Since we're having a good time, we're talking about stuff. We're gonna cut AEW out of today's review. Wait, no. Well, that's still in news and rumors, so we're not done. Okay. okay. So in yeah, news and rumors, we're – go ahead. AEW. What's that? I have to give it up to Jade Cargill, who has been – like, she just blasted on the scene last week, and she has star power written all over her. Shout out to Big Swole, who – she has been, a, like, a savior for me when it comes to the AEW Women's Division. So between her, Jade, and whatever Brandy's doing – Shout out to AEW. That's what I got. And then the Rosa. The women of AEW. Let's just put it at that. Women of AEW. We'll do it that way. I'll agree with that because they're finally using the women. Right. They're finally giving them stories. Are having a baby. It was announced on Dynamite, and then wait, she announced Wait, 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 wait. I lost you. Rewind to the beginning of that story. John Moxley announced in a promo on Dynamite that Renee Young is pregnant. They are having a baby. They are. I just needed you to go ahead and say it. I knew what you were talking about, but you know, <laughs> got to hear you. Uh, you don't listen to me. Why should anyone else, Travis? Well, because we want them to. That's what keeps them coming back. Hopefully. Also, they announced that the Thunderdome uh, is going to be moving to Tropicana Field after the NBA season starts up. Um, so that should happen. I think they said December, sometime in December. 11th, yeah. I think they said. Yeah, the 11th. Yeah, yeah, the so, 11th. Which is a smackdown. And that's really it for news and rumors. Not a whole lot more. I think we covered everything. So as we do here, you guys are the guests. You guys are going to guide us through what we're going to talk about today. So where do you want to start? Do you want to start with Raw, SmackDown, or NXT? I would like to start with NXT because I would love your thoughts on just what they're doing in the women's division and also how you guys feel about Ember Moon and Io retaining her title against Rhea Ripley. Because I had a strong feeling that Rhea Ripley was about to walk out champion. So, like, I have to know your thoughts. Ray right. So we will kick off NXT and we kicked off NXT uh, with Johnny, uh, Johnny Gargano. Why, wow. Why, why was that so hard to say? Um, 
Johnny Gargano defeats Leon Ruff by DQ when Damian Priest intentionally punches Ruff in the face because he doesn't think Re- Leon can do it by himself. He's, he's not liking it, so he's like, you know what? He pops him in the face. And then after that, he's backstage having discussion with William Regal. Regal's not happy. He says that, you know, it's a joke. Leon Ruff's like, oh, so you take me for a joke, huh? And slaps that man across the face. Yeah, yeah. You hit him first. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm glad that, that they're doing that with Leon Ruff, though. They're not treating him like a joke. They're giving right. him something more. It's not just, uh, we did this to screw over Johnny, and this isn't about you. He's actually being featured in this, and they're giving him some time. So, mm-hmm. um, Then after that, we had the blindfold match, Cameron Grimes versus Dexter Loomis, where they had sacks on their head. Um, I love me some Dexter Loomis. I love. I'm a big horror movie fan, so that whole creepy vibe loved, that he has. I loved it too. It was really, really good. Um, he's not moving. Cameron Grimes is running around the ring like an idiot. Eventually, <laughs> knocks out the ref, pulls his hood off, sees that Dexter's there. Dexter can sense him though. Dodges the attacks. Um, there's no finish to the match. Uh, they just end up brawling until Grimes runs away. So we're going to get more of that, but I'm for it. They've really, they've really made me care about Cameron Grimes, who they kept putting on TV. And I was like, I don't need to see this guy, this weird, hairy fucking midget. Like, don't care about him. But they've made me care. And like I said, I love Dexter. I'm with you on that one. One day made me care. It made me care too. And I think I was really watching it um, NXT by default because I was working. Mm-hmm. So it was just all right. I'm gonna work on here, watch NXT because I'm never home on Wednesday to watch it. Um, if we're not recording, I'm just out and about. So to watch that, and I I got attracted to the the storyline between them two during um Halloween Havoc, like you said. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, because I feel like those outside matches draw more attention mm-hmm. than. The inside matches, especially after Taker and AJ Styles at WrestleMania, I'm just like, oh my god, I love the outside matches. But <laughs> I'm so glad that you did the rock sniff <laughs> to that. Thank you. But um, um, I just felt like that match was just like, okay, this is this is something that's really pulling me in. And I love how Cameron Grimes is just like, yeah, I didn't need that. I didn't da da da. da. I wasn't scared. Mm-hmm. And then you get in the ring with somebody of Dexter Loomis's caliber and you just like you shitting yourself. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, I gotta stop talking to shit. Dexter Loomis is so intense. Right. And like the best. Yeah. <laughs> um Cameron Grimes is one of those who I've always like, you know, since I started watching NXT, because I haven't been watching it long. But um he was the one I always said was the only actual heel in NXT because he's the only one that the crowd would actually boo. Like, mm-hmm. everybody else is just cheered to various degrees, but he was the only one I ever heard them boo. <laughs> no matter who, like, they tried to put as a heel or anything, they still got cheered except for him. And I'm like, he's doing something right. So, Yeah, they're not going to do the, you know, Adam Cole still gets the Bay Bay, and Undisputed Era still gets the boom, and every all the heels still get their little stuff in. They still get cheered. People still like them. Cameron Grimes, not cool. Nothing redeemable about this guy <laughs> at all. Yeah. And it works for him. He looks like someone you'd see in an amateur porno scrolling through Pornhub. Not someone you want to watch. Um, yeah, yeah, you scroll past it. that one. You don't watch that one. Right. You're like, mm-hmm. next. Then we got War Games announced. And they announced it with Shotzi Blackheart. And this promo was fucking awesome. 
I love Shotzi. Shotzi is my favorite woman in NXT right now. We stand Shotzi. We really do. We stand her. And when they destroyed her tank, it broke my heart. That was terrible. And I can't wait to see her get Candice in that cage and beat the shit out of her. And the way it's lining up to look like the teams, this is going to be a damn good War Games. Yeah. And I feel like War Games was another thing that drew me in, especially from last year when Dakota Kai turned on Tegan Knox and she was there. I was there. <laughs> oh my nice. gosh. Like, I was just like, and I love Dakota Kai. Like, I love the fact that she just went rogue and heel and it fits her so well. So, when she turned on her best friend, you know, they peg everybody to be best friends in um, WWE. Yeah. I was just like, oh, no, so not re injuring her leg. And she got the brace on it and you hitting it through a fence. Like, oh my gosh. So I cannot wait for War Games. Yeah. Like, War Games might be up there with my most favorite. I think it's perfect for oh. Survivor Series. Right. Her War, favorite. Right. Survivor I think it's the perfect favorite. companion. And then, like you said, last year was so good. And then just hearing William Regal say War, War Games. So I am so disappointed that we didn't get it on this episode. And he did it after the show went off air. Yeah. Right. But I got to watch it on Twitter the next day, so I still got it. You cannot have War Games without William Regal doing War Games. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, okay, so I don't know if you saw our Twitter. It was a TikTok video <laughs> where he was talking, and it's not like he was going to announce War Games, but if you're on TikTok, you know, like, you say something, and then you just say, I've never seen two pretty best friends before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that. That was like, oh, was this so is so funny. good. So, so good. Um, but War Games is literally a staple of William Regal's, yeah. like. Last year when we talked about War Games, Travis had, I, uh, he literally just started watching NXT when it came to USA. I tried to force him to watch some stuff. I got him to go watch some old, like, matches here or there when, uh, the pandemic first started and we did some other stuff for the podcast, but he just started watching. So he didn't know who Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai were. And what did you refer to them as? The Nibre sisters? What did I call them? No, you I said, said that, I you said, said they were they, the same person. Yeah, I said that white girl beat herself up. Yeah, that's what you said. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, 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 that was what it happened. My wife called them the Nibre sisters. That's what it yeah. was. Do you know the difference between them now, though, Travis? Yeah, they look different now. Okay. You know what? They're going to say that, and WWE is going to use that. Yep, next thing you know. Listen, I, oh, we should have made Run Me My Check. We're going to put that next, on another shirt. Next, yeah. So, WWE, when I hear that, run Travis his check. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we got you guys with Run Me My Check. We've got Young Kings Wrestling with Vince Cut the Check. All I know oh, is we yes. need to get paid. Pop that, guys. Pop that. Um, then we had Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell take on Casey Express, Casey Catanzaro, um, and Caden Carter. This was, I felt like this was more of a showcase for Caden and Casey than it was Indy and uh, Candice. I didn't see this one. Uh, was it not good enough for Hulu? It was not. All right. We'll come back to it then. Travis watches the Hulu version. So we do a thing here called Aww. Not Good Enough for Hulu, where after I finish the show, I go back and tell him all the stuff he didn't get to see, and then we'll see how upset he is with what they cut from the show. Yeah. Sometimes he goes on rants. So I realized that because I remember one time I missed Raw, and I went to go, or I was like seeing clips, and I was like, hold up. 
They cut this out on Hulu. Like Hulu cuts out a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, Hulu cuts it down to 90 minutes. I missed that. <laughs> um, stuff. Yeah, so it's like, it's usually, um, well, two hours, I mean, three hour show. Uh, usually about maybe 30 minutes of commercials, I guess you'd say. So, yeah, that's about an cut hour. Out, like show a full they, hour. Yeah, about an hour to show they cut out. 90 minutes. Did you see Kushida versus Arturo Ruas? Who? Yes. Arturo Ruas no. So, all right. that That's going to be a rant for me here when we get back to it, since you didn't see it on uh, Hulu. Because Arturo yeah. does not belong on NXT. He was drafted somewhere. And I don't know what the... I don't even know who Arturo is. Who the fuck is that? He was in uh, Raw Underground. He came up. Like, oh, he's one of them. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, the big dude. No, no, no. Oh. That was Dabake. Oh, okay. Well, where the fuck is he? You saw Tony and Ember, though, right, Travis? Yes. You never miss Tony, do you? I never miss Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Tony and Ember teaming up to take on Giant Gonzalez and Queen Kai. And again, Ember in NXT and this like I'm so glad they put her down in NXT because she killed this match she killed this match fantastic she was this is where she needs to be this is why when I put up my poll for who who would win between Ember and Sasha in our mock survivor series draft that we did they should have voted Ember not Sasha but no of course Sasha won you're such a hater you're such a hater that's actually a dream match. Go ahead and go. Just, just take that L, Matt. It's just what it is. Hey, it's it's th- it's looking like it's gonna be three to two right now, Travis. No, 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 no. I, well, Ember has always been good. Like she's always been amazing. NXT, even when she like was popped up for Royal Rumble and she had the messed up shoulder. Like she's always been good. We've always been standing mm-hmm. Ember. So maybe back then I'd have been like, yeah, Ember's better than Sasha. But Sasha, well. Sasha's always been amazing too, but now, like as she's progressing, I don't even. I'm literally on the fence. I wouldn't even know like who would win that one. That would really be like a you at the edge of your seat in front of the TV, like biting your nails, trying to figure out who's winning a match between them two. Especially with the number we got last night, and this also set up because after the match, we had. Indy and Candice come down and attack Ember and Tony and kind of extend that olive branch to John Gonzalez and Dakota Kai and say, hey, we need two women for our War Games team, which means that we're going to get Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon, Dakota, or uh, Ember Moon, Tony Storm, and a mystery fourth partner on a team. That's a fire team. And are you saying Giant Gonzalez? Yes, yes. yes. I refer to her as Giant Gonzalez because she's like 12 feet tall. Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, she oh yes, yeah. He he's still trying to. Well, he stopped saying it, but he's been wanting her to put on that giant Gonzalez body suit. just for Halloween. Happy. <laughs> that would have been a classic, iconic Halloween costume. <laughs> just for Halloween havoc, and we got the Yeti, and we got a guy dressed up as the giant. So, oh. I just I just needed her in Giant Gonzalez's bodysuit just for that one night against Rhea. That's oh man. It would have been dope. See? I'm not crazy, Travis. Yeah, you so, are, but... <laughs> they don't have a mystery partner. I mean, they have a mystery partner. It's either Rhea Ripley for War Games, mm. or did we find out who's on the women's... Who's finishing up SmackDown? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Oh, I guess we'll get into that, but yeah, they finished it, yeah. 
Unfortunately, I'm not pleased. But yeah, well, SmackDown let me down twice tonight. Um, what's that? Is it worse than Lana? I I mean, I I said it was equal to Lana, but you can't really get worse than Lana. So it's right. Thank you. Okay. She stands, Lana. I mean, I'm with you. No, no. It just, how? So you might actually agree with the last member being like on the same level as. Well. How what? All right, can, can, can we know? Like, can I know? It's Natalia. It's, it's Natalia. See, <laughs> like I said, it was basically it's just basically Lana. It's SmackDown's Lana. Yeah, the Yo, difference is Natalia can actually work though. Like, it's just she Lana has improved so much. Can you a, take Okay, she's improved. That doesn't mean she's good enough. Thank you. <laughs> okay, she is. If you listen, go, if you go from dog turd to like human turd, you're still a turd. Like, what's hey? Okay. I think she's better than a turd. At we this have point. to take Natalia has been training her. I think she's better than a turd. At listen, this point. we have to take into consideration that Ronan came and fucked shit up. Mm-hmm. Everybody is not performing. Is everybody's worried more so about their health instead of making a check? So we have to go with what we got. Yep. They can still do better. I'm looking at, especially looking at the raw team. I'm still just like, how? But I got an idea of how they may work, how they may work that. And I have an idea. So if I'm right, then it might be okay. Anyway, go ahead. What are you saying, Matt? I would, no. I I think Lana's going to be the sole survivor, but we'll talk about that when we get to raw. What else happened on NXT? Uh, did you see Thatcher versus Austin Gray, Travis? No. With Champa? No, you didn't see Champa either. Oh, I saw that one. Oh, now, keep in mind, Matt, I watched this yesterday, and I'm, like, fresh out of the hospital, so I was in and out of it. So I may have missed some things without missing some things, you know? See, now, I didn't want to talk about you being in the hospital because I've known you since third grade, and it's hard for you to mention being in the hospital and me not to make jokes about it. So let's, let's stay away from that. I mean, you can make jokes now. I'm okay now. <laughs> okay. You remember the jokes I was making when we were texting back and forth? Yeah, not those though. Yeah. Okay. That, that's why. <laughs> don't, don't give me the opening, Travis. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to be a good friend. Not in the hospital. Okay. And shout out, um, I checked on uh, Jizzy, who also had a medical emergency, and they didn't yeah. get to record their last show, The Dead Ass Girls. So a uh, shout out to her. We hope you're feeling better as well. Yes. Uh, no, we get better, Jizzy. I had Jizzy on the show, and she was fucking awesome when uh, Travis took his month she, off. She's the best. We had them both on our show, oh, and we had to really put, this is not made for kids. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only photo we had, yeah. and we cannot. Like yeah. 21 plus. Yeah, yeah. yeah, not even 18. We literally put a 21 plus. <laughs> not, <laughs> we was like, no, like, you cannot they listen to this episode. Sorry. They bring out that side of us. More so you than me, which I'm really surprised <laughs> on. I'm like, <laughs> Well, see, shy one. I listened to that episode, and that's why when she said she wanted to come on, I'm like, she's coming on the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, and that's the side I'm going to try and get out. That's <laughs> what like, I'm doing. Is it okay if this is on Pornhub? I'm like, yep. Listen, we got to get <laughs> shit. Hey. Whoever, watches, whoever listens and watches, what is it? Whoever listens and watches, listen, everybody getting a check at the end of the day on Pornhub, okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. We had Johnny Gargano come out for a match he's attacked by dame or uh priest is out for a match and he's attacked by gargano they brawl and then leon ruff comes down and again 
Leon Ruff is getting the better of Damian Priest and Johnny Gargano here. He's dodging, he's drop kicking, he's moving around. They're making Ruff look like he belongs there, and I appreciate that. I love that. I I really do love that. The fact that yeah, man, give him a shot is definitely utilizing more of their wrestlers who fans probably felt don't don't don't, don't deserve that. But again, mm-hmm. if coronavirus was not a factor, you would have to think. You probably wouldn't have got that shot. Yeah, right. Probably not. Probably not. That he does, and it, 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 like I said, representation matters. So the fact that he's a North American champion, and the fact that I just realized that Johnny Gargano has been that getting that Sasha treatment, uh, <laughs> it happens. But um, it's a, it's it's a it's a good thing to see. It's a good thing to see. Travis, did you get to see any of William Regal looking for Zia Lee and Boa? No. Jesus Christ. Uh, you did see Rhea Ripley versus Io Shirai for the women's title, right? I certainly That did. was good enough for Hulu? That was good enough for Hulu. That was probably the best match of the fucking week. Yo. Oh, my God. That match? I literally, I think I stopped working for a little bit to, to watch it. I was mm-hmm. like, wait a minute. Oh, my gosh. Like, every five seconds, I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, damn. Oh, shit. Whoa. Wait a minute. Like, literally, that was, was yeah. so good. What was good like, about it is, like, you really couldn't call it. So it was just like you really don't know. And you, Usually, I love those matches. Too. I love those matches, like, but you can't call it because my predictions like spot fuck on, and I'd be over it sometimes. No, this was a fan. So first off, Rhea's ear. I like had to pause it. I was looking. I'm like that. I mm. know that mm. It was her look- thing. It was her lobe too. Like it yep. wasn't. Yeah, that gauge. Her- yeah. It got- was it off or like you know? Because remember, Stone Cold said to Undertaker, his whole ear was like cut off. Yep. Like, yeah, I don't think it could cut all the way through. I think it just kind of like slipped, and she just yeah, it slipped. But it was kind of like you know. But I'm like, how did she like bust her ear, like her lobe? I don't know. I have to rewatch that part. The only, the only very, very, very small criticism I have is I don't like the. Moonsault hitting the back of Rhea's legs for the pin. I, I thought it was just me. I was. They no. were like nailed it, and I was like, no, no she didn't. No. And like, and then Rhea was face down, so yeah. that made it more awkward. I don't know. I that think was that, where the hell is Beth Phoenix? Because we know she's commentating. Oh, yeah. she's, she's at home. Table. Yeah, she's recording from home. Yep. Okay, it's just it's damn. You gotta use their audio because that should right. sound like she in the studio in, in the arena. I was gonna say when you got that kind of money. Right. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get that Vince money. So I'm I'm trying to get Travis to sell. So uh, as they said, Vince run that check. Oh, I love you know? that. <laughs> trying to get Travis to sell a little more merch my way so I can get a nice new microphone too. But <laughs> um, no, that other than that, like I said, I, I didn't love the finish because it's on the legs and Rhea's laying face down, so it doesn't translate to me as that's a pinnable moment because you didn't knock her out. But other than that, they killed that match. They hugged at the end, so as you kind of alluded to, people are talking, is this Rhea's transition from NXT to the main roster now? She had a WrestleMania match with Charlotte. Is she moving up? And if she is moving up, are we going to see her this Sunday at Survivor Series? I hope so. They got to take – well, what team? I want to see her on Team SmackDown. That's what <laughs> I said. It, although Raw needs her, I feel like she would be a better fit for SmackDown. 
Raw already has a Shayna and a Nia. They have those imposing figures. SmackDown doesn't have that big physical threat outside of Tamina, but the way they treat Tamina, which we're going to talk about tonight. Yeah. Unless, unless Roman comes and gets that part of his house straightened up, they need someone <laughs> like Rhea. I feel like they need to get, get on that. Like, you they know, do. just get that family together. She's right there. Bring in. Bring that other Uso in. Grab that random cousin they had on a few years ago that really didn't do shit but get his ass whooped. Bring him in there to take some pins, you know? He's over in AEW now. Okay, well, there's more. There's always there's always oh, another Samoan. Naomi. <laughs> Stop forgetting about Naomi. She's married. Yeah, see, to well, she's on they Raw. Put, so. They put her on Raw, and I have an issue outside of Survivor Series with them letting people go between brands. Oh, I hate so, that. It drives me nuts. But I feel like she's going to have to come back. Yeah. to SmackDown because they don't separate couples. And if Jay is still on SmackDown with Jimmy, I mean, Jimmy. Jimmy is still on SmackDown because of Jay, they don't separate couples. So, yeah, she got drafted to Raw, but Naomi's going to make a comeback with SmackDown. Her husband is still there. Thank God SmackDown will get one of those fucking draft picks. Yeah, they can trades. get straight future draft picks. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I wasn't already fucking bald, Travis. Drives <laughs> me nuts. Uh, we finished the night. Finn Balor is back. He gives EO and Rhea their props in the match and EO her props for what she did. Then he talks about how he's got three plates in his jaw. He is interrupted by Pat McAfee and his group, the Kings of NXT. I don't love the name, but it is what it is. Um, they tell him basically, listen, you've been gone for a while. Shit's changed. So unless you want to be dead, like the entire undisputed era and everyone else we've taken out, Killian Day and Drake Maverick, Shock the system hits. Here comes Undisputed Era, and we get a big brawl that does end with the War Games announcement. We just don't get it on TV. Mm. That makes sense, because I'm watching this. I'm like, this is an awkward way to end this, because there's no resolution here. And I know War Games is coming. That makes sense now. You know, so what you didn't see, but I got to see on Twitter, is William Regal comes out, and Adam Cole's in the ring, and he's like, say it. Do it. I want it. Say it. William Regal was like, war games. <laughs> and then we got it. That so, was good. That's great. I, like <laughs> I do terrible impressions, so. It was good enough. We knew what you were doing. Uh, Travis, not good enough for Hulu, NXT edition. We had the Candice and Indy Hartwell defeating Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter um, in a tag team match. We had Kushida defeat Arturo Ruas who was the martial arts uh, guy that was in Raw Underground, who got drafted to Monday Night Raw, but isn't on Monday Night Raw, is on NXT, and I don't fucking get that. Um, <laughs> whatever. And then we had Thatcher defeat Austin Gray, who he was feuding with um, over the Thatch's Thatch Can Training School. Sure. Yep. After he defeats Austin Gray and taps him out, Ciampa is not fucking having this shit. He wants Thatcher. And I am with Krista. I want Chapa and Thatcher. Give it to me. Oh. I'm with that, it. Right there, that intensity when Champa came out and he was just like, I have no problems with you. Oh, but Champa has a problem with you. <laughs> so therefore, whatever problem he has, he's going to make sure he solves it. Thank God he still has his music and they didn't take his away like they did everyone else because no one will survive when that hits. It just, it's one of those theme musics that you feel yeah yeah definitely too soon Matt. too soon 
still two hurts. Two for what? Still hurts. All right. Keith Lee losing his music. Yeah. To accept it. No. Yeah, I'm so mad that they yeah. changed Keith Lee. And it was like literally you would have thought that Rocco Austin was coming out yeah. when Keith Lee came out when we was at NXT. But Keith Lee needs to get over his music, so we should get over it and just yeah, Travis. Keith Lee said, "Get over it." So fucking get over it. <laughs> Out of respect for Mia, I will not say what I want to say for him <laughs> saying for us to get over it. <laughs> um, and then la- last but not least, I'm not good enough for NXT. We have William Regal walking around the apartments that apparently they buy the wrestlers that are in NXT, so they can all live next door to each other. He's looking for Boa. Boa kind of opens the door. He looks like he's in a heroin den. Like, yes. He's yes. strung like out as fuck. Like, yes. Yeah. He's like, wow. I'm not having this shit. He goes, I, I can't come out. She's coming. And he's like, who's she? Zaya Lee. He goes, no, Zaya's hiding. She's coming. Coming. Yeah. Who's she? That is a very good question. I'm ready for that. Oh, man. I hope. See, this is why I fucked with the fact that Shawn, um, Triple H and Shawn Michaels are like, and Roll Dog have this whole their hand in creative mm-hmm. control in NXT because they were there in Attitude Ever. They mm-hmm. saw how, you know, Vince Russo was writing stuff yeah. and they saw how fans reacted to it. Raw and SmackDown, it's just like, it's so predictable. I'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. Pete, this one's coming mm-hmm. out. She's like, what? I'd be like, look. And the music would hit. Like, they mm-hmm. just, they don't give us a a surprise or a shock. Like, even on SmackDown early, well, they shocked us because Undertaker did not come out. But usually, the way they would do, did that, Sami Zayn talking shit, Undertaker would have came out and choked him. <laughs> yeah, and that would have been it. I'd have been like, oh, we would have been happy because you know it's Undertaker. But at the same time, like, all right, we we guessed that. We we knew he was coming. You just threw that out there. Mm-hmm. No, I'm I'm very interested to see who she is. I'm very interested to see how they're gonna address Boa's apparent drug problem. And uh, where's Zaylee's been hiding? Because yeah, um, so Zaylee literally is an anomaly. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. so like, she'll pop up and like, oh, she's gonna be here, and then she disappears. Disappears again. It's just like, bro, did we not miss see potential? Her? Yeah, miss potential. She killed it in the uh, May Young Classic. You're dead. Yeah, she does. So, uh, where do you guys want to go? Or actually, I'm sorry, this is. The end of NXT. So I have a question for you, as okay. we do here every week. NXT, spit or swallow? <laughs> um, oh, for this, this for this week. week? Yeah, this, this week's week. NXT. Swallow. I'll swallow. <laughs> Travis, I'm swallowing also. Me too. It was a, it was a damn good show. I think now, that I think it just was great. Yeah. Was great. Where would you guys like to go next? SmackDown or Raw? Can we do Raw? We'll find out what Travis didn't get to see on Raw. Um, saw everything. We, you saw everything. Oh, because oh, you were in the hospital. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I watched it live in the hospital. So I saw. Now, well, it was all on while I was in the hospital watching. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Being constantly interrupted by, you know, doctors and nurses wanting to talk to me and trying to fall asleep and not being able to fall asleep. And yeah, yeah. There was a lot happening, but it was on and it was in front of me. <laughs> So we kick it off with the Drew promo. Basically, he's talking about how he's going to win tonight, become champion, go on, beat Roman Reigns. It's a good promo. Like, this is the Drew McIntyre that we need. He's energetic. He's loud. He's 
happy. He's having fun with it. You can tell he's having fun with it. It's not just a, it didn't feel like a just repeated back promo. Like we get sometimes where he's just reading words. Um, they did a lot of really great stuff with Drew tonight. Um, Randy comes down, says that he spent more time at home or no, I'm sorry. He was on the Titan Tron says Randy spent more time at home than most of the locker room has had on TV or even spent in the ring uh, that there's no way Drew's going to win. Drew disagrees. And then for whatever fucking reason, Miz and Morrison come out and the Miz says, Hey, you know, that's great, but I've got money in the bank. So you guys do what you got to do, but I'm going to walk out champ. And I pray to God, they don't do that. I was worried they were going to do that tonight. Survivor series though. I'm going to say yes. They could say it wouldn't surprise me if they did it. I'd be, I would not be shocked at all. If Roman beats Drew, hits him with a spear and a Superman punch and he's laying there. Roman don't give a fuck if usually I would say when Roman beats Drew, but in this case, I don't know. I think so. I think Roman's beating Drew. There's gonna be some shenanigans to protect Drew, but like, you know, the family's gonna interfere. Roman's gonna get that dub. And then afterwards Miz comes in and cashes the money in the bank. I would not be surprised at all. He's trying to take the the ultimate opportunist title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't take the edge, Miz. Sorry. <laughs> then we have what we kind of alluded to. Lana requested a six-woman tag team match for tonight because she wants to show that she deserves to be on Team Raw to the quote-unquote team captains, Shayna and Lana. So uh, she's doing this to prove herself. They don't even tag her in. They tell her, just stay on the apron, stay out of it, and she probably should have listened because as soon as she tags in, she taps out. Yeah. Yeah. And she gets taken on the table. But see, I'm with – I think them making her tap out and this journey of her fighting and trying to prove herself and getting put through the table is going to lead to a happy Lana moment at the end of the women's match where Lana is the sole survivor and it's the holy shit, I did it moment. It has to be a payoff. And then Naya, and this is what's going to happen. She's going to be the last (laughs) to be – if she's the last woman standing and she gets the victory. Let's say she gets the victory, right? Mm -hmm. She's going to be, yay, it was me. And, you know, Naya's going to come up, oh, congratulations, come, let me hug you, and da-da-da-da. And instead of them putting her out, one of two things going to happen. Instead of them putting her through the announce table because she'll be in the ring, Naya's going to hold Lana, Shayna's going to grab a table from under the ring, and she's going to put it through the uh. regular table, <laughs> or she's going to throw her out the ring, Shayna's going to beat her up a little bit and put it through the announce table. Either way, the tables don't end. Well, Lana is no stranger to getting wood, but think about this. Well, when you put it that way. No, just what if Lana puts Naya through the table? What if she reverses it and puts Naya through the table? Do it. How? Maybe Lana, maybe Naya picks her up for a body press and she falls into a crossbody and lands on her, wiggles her way out. Lana could be strong as fuck. We don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not exactly. I'm with you. Really? Really? I, I've, I've seen her on TikTok. She has muscle. <laughs> she can't dance to the beat, but she has muscle. She got she got heart. Okay. She, yeah. She doesn't yeah. she may she may have muscle, but she doesn't have functional strength, sir. Like it's just she's she can't she cannot lift Naya. All Lana's right. Like, oh, I listen to Alana's TikToks like I watch if, porn. If I'm WWE here. messes up Survivor series and stop making it my favorite, I'm gonna write. Well not write, because you know we got social media. I'm gonna type. 
a very strongly worded letter to creative. Be, be prepared to do so sense. because this Survivor Series is really feeling kind of blah to me. But well, right. mind you, it's Corona, so they're. Right. I, I'm guessing the build has been botched or not botched, but the build has been what the build has been because they don't want to have the invasion with all of these teams coming in and putting all those people on the same show. They're trying to keep some kind of social distancing and people separated. So teams I feel like that's why either like, how do you have, well, we haven't gotten to SmackDown yet, but how is Biggie not on the Survivor Series? Team? Well, no, we're going to, we're going to talk about that. Cause that's some fucking bullshit, but, but yeah. also with this well, back on raw, you know, we've, Talked about it earlier. How is Naomi not on the Survivor Series team? How do you have fucking Mandy Rose and and fucking Dana Brooke, but you don't have Naomi? We don't have Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. Recovering from everything that she's been going through with the hurricanes, the surgery and stuff like that. So, you know, she's home taking it day by day, you know. So, shouts out to Naomi. But hey, it's Survivor Series. It's WWE. Anything can happen. Yeah, what do you mean we don't have Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke? Whatever. Well, we're, we're going to get to that, Travis. Yeah, we don't have Dana Rose and Ma- Dana Bros. Lord, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose anymore. They're gone. See, hospital shit. Go ahead, keep going. What happened? They replaced by Lacey and, and um, Peyton Royce. We find out that uh, AJ's bodyguard can talk. AJ had no idea. Thought the guy was just mute or spoke a different language, just yeah, did that white people thing and like, assumed. I didn't like that. Sound. I didn't like that. That that was just like a racist for me. I I don't want to say racism, but no, go it, ahead. It was literally like cringy, like really, because he's tall and black and he looks this way. He speaks either speaks another language, but he's a dumb mute. Like yeah, it made me really? raise an eyebrow. I wasn't like I wasn't mad, like, but I'm like mm. yeah. Like I said, he put. He pulled some dumb white boy shit. Like, it's what it is. Like, he looked at the guy and just said, oh, I ain't going to understand a word he said, so I'm not even going to bother asking. You just stand behind me and scare people. Like, but Matt Riddle knew. Matt Riddle, who, fuck Matt Riddle. Uh, hashtag Riddle over Riddle. He had a nickname for the guy. What? I mean, I get the rumors on Matt Riddle, but damn. Wait, well, I don't oh, no, no, oh, no. Matt hated him long ago. <laughs> this has nothing to do with his wife. This is the fact that everyone calls me Matt Riddle, that I got tagged in a post on oh, Twitter oh, where they okay, wanted okay, to okay. castrate me because they oh. thought I was Matt Riddle. Oh, they better chill. Ritter and Riddle. E-R-L-E. Get it together. Yo, let us know. We, will, we, we got, got you. Your back. We got you. <laughs> Hashtag Ritter over Riddle. Yeah. Yes. New hashtag. Oh, hashtag that up. Um, no. So we find out that this guy can talk, and AJ's like, "Oh my god, I've got so many questions for you now." Like, "Oh, really?" And I just <laughs> felt like that was going to lead to those. Um, the what's what's the what's the word I'm looking for? The micro regret. The microaggression yeah. ass questions. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, That's the, what I feel like. That the cannot touch your hair questions. You know that. Cannot touch your hair. Yeah. 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 You know. Are there tall people like this where you come from? What was it like growing up? How does your skin look like that? Like, do you tan in the sun? Tan in the sun. You know, do you even get sunburn? Do you all of that? And it's just like, it's like Mm -hmm. you you really want to like don't make him feel uncomfortable. And at his age, he should know most of that by now. I mean, I, I Travis, I don't think I've ever asked you any of those questions knowing you my entire life. <laughs> no, no, I don't I think like so. You, you guys want to be friends. 
<laughs> well, I mean, even when we were kids, like I, we were kids, we grew up, like I said, we met in third grade. I don't think ever once I got sunburned and looked at Travis and said, Hey, how come you don't get sunburned? Like never well, happened. And it's bad because we get those questions. Like, and it's like, we have to code switch. Like we were talking to Bianca Belair. Check out that episode. If you guys didn't check out um, that episode of Kristen B. Sonda. We was talking about Bianca, but we was talking to Bianca Belair and she mentioned that, you know, it's hard for us because we always have to code switch. Mm-hmm. Like, no shade, no tea. White people don't have to do that. They can literally just come and say whatever they want, do whatever they want, and feel like it's okay. Us as Black people or people of color, we have to code switch and know when and when not to say something. And it's very frustrating for us because we have to deal with these microaggressions all the time definitely like i actually talked about this last week uh i i hit up jizzy the dead ass girls because she was talking about code switching and i didn't know what it was so i hit her up and i was like hey you know when you she was talking about the brandy promo and how what brandy did was the wrong kind of code switching it really was it's so it was we were talking about this before Mm -hmm. we went on before we went live for um for thursday thursdays and it was just like girl like we get it you don't want anybody talking to your significant other any old kind of way mm-hmm. in a way that you feel like is disrespectful. But Jade cut an actual promo. You understand? It wasn't like she said, oh, I'm a yeah, man, I'm a, off, I'm a swallow all them kids. Like, she didn't say anything vulgar, <laughs> disrespectful. Like, she didn't say any of that. So for Brandon to come and don't talk to my man, who do you think you are, you heifer? Da, 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 da. And it was just like... Yeah, when she said heifer, I'm like... Yeah. Really? Like, really? Really? I've so- never heard anyone say heifer in like 20 years. <laughs> like, like- if you're right. listening to this podcast and you're a white person and you don't get it, I, the best way I can describe it to you is I have a very broad range of content creators of all different colors, races, creeds, genders, all that. All of the black content creators that I saw that saw that were like, wait a minute, what the fuck did she say? And all of the white content creators were like, "Oh, that was cool." Right, <laughs> like they don't, they don't oh, get no, it. Like, That's the best. And some, and sometimes, right, and sometimes it's hard to explain something because it's just like, "Oh my God, you're being too sensitive." It was just a promo. It was this and the third, and then then that's when the cold switch come on. Is like, okay, so how do we respond to this? Mm-hmm. Do we respond with what we call the passion in us and say, "Well." If you knew about this, that, and the third, then you wouldn't say this, that, and the third. And then they'll say, oh, why do you have such an attitude? Or do you be like, cold switch and coddle, like, well, you know, this is how we feel. This is how it affects us. Because either way, I'm blunt with mine. I first, the first thing come out of my mouth is, fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'll explain to you why this bothers us. So, like I said, that's why I hit up Jizzy. And I was like, I, I don't know what code switching is. She explained it to me. And I'm like, okay. So sitting here as a 33-year-old straight male, white i don't i'm not affected by it so yeah i'm just watching it it's just another thing but listening to you talk about it i see how that could negatively affect you and how you're viewed by people yeah and why especially black women because it was just like i know it like it affected you more than it affected me it affected me of course but like i'm sure you had it like hit you harder than it hit me like even with myself like you know i got a cold switch all the time my day job i sell insurance over the phone you ever see that movie, Sorry to Bother You? That's literally how I have to talk all day. And it's just, you know, when I'm finally able to, like, log, I take the headset off and, like, 
all right, I'm done. I can be me again. And it's just, it's ridiculous that we got to do that. And it sucks that, you know, we can't be our, our true authentic self because we can't, if, because if we are, we will be viewed as something completely different. Less than. Ignorant, Mm -hmm. arrogant, less than, uneducated, um, don't know where we came from. You raised in the street, some sassy with an attitude. Like these are literally microaggressions and stereotypes that we deal with on a regular basis. Yeah. And it's for that promo with AJ Styles and his bodyguard to come out that way. And I'm like, even when he was with Tazawa, he was the black ninja. What is happening here? What era are we in? Like it was just so I feel like and because he's tall and he he's a person of his Very stature, tall. it's really hard for them to create something for him to fit in so well. So he has to stand behind someone of a different background. So for him to get that TV time, no, treat him as if he was the big show, Undertaker or Kane. As opposed to treating him like, oh, this is a former basketball player, some stereotypical bullshit that they could come up exactly. with because that's the, what he looks like. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, we also had reckoning take also out Dana. Way to bring that right around back to Raw, like you know, fix that segue. That was good. But uh, <laughs> uh, we had reckoning take out Dana backstage. She's waiting on Mandy. So Mandy was hurt last week. She went through the ropes, hurt her shoulder. Dana's worried about her. Reckoning comes up and just wrecks her shit. Mm. Totally. So she's out of the match, and then for whatever fucking reason. They don't put Reckoning in her spot. They give the spot to Peyton and Lacey. Because that makes sense. At all. Nope. I don't understand how you break up such an amazing team like the Iconics. Okay, you break them up. Whatever. You want to see what they do. But then you immediately pair Peyton Royce with another woman and who's not funny that doesn't even have billy k has more charisma in her fucking pinky than lacey evan has in her whole fucking body and you put them together just for the sake of putting them together like i don't get it and then you don't put billy k on the smackdown team you put natalia on there right it's just like what it like it made no sense but that's still four women who is the fifth woman what do you mean Beyond oh bailey oh, yeah they they announced that bailey was part of that team tonight that was another apparently adam pierce and all of his white privilege just gets to make announcements and put people on the show. Like, hey, you, you, and you. And everyone he's picked is white, so go figure. He put Otis. Well, no, that's not true. He put Bailey on there, but he put Otis on there. He put Lacey. He put Peyton. We didn't get Big E, and I'm not happy about it. That's some bullshit. But uh, we'll get to that on SmackDown. No, I don't know why he's not on that team. It's just weird. When was the last uh, time Big E? Tonight, he, well, was, he was there. He was on. He was on SmackDown. Though there, there's some interesting shit with that. So we'll, we'll talk about that when we get to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a Firefly Funhouse segment uh, where Bray is training for his match with the Miz tonight. He's in with Bray Wyatt and get out of it. He's like, we don't need to do this. Alexa comes out and says, "No, we're doing it. It's going to happen." Wait, before that, Alexa and Nikki started brawling on that stage. Well, no, that was right after this. So Nikki showed up after Alexa said no. Because she had been looking for Alexa. And she's like, Alexa, you got to forget about him. You got you to gotta get away from him. And Alexa slapped her in the face. And they started going at it. Shit out of her. She, <laughs> I'm done with Alexa. With the Firefly Funhouse. With this new character. I'm excited to see 
where the, it's going to go. They've got the gloves, where this is going to evolve for her. But also, I like to see that they're still giving Nikki a little bit of something to do, and they didn't just shove her off in the corner like they tend to do. So I'm all for this. I'm looking forward to that match whenever we get it because um, that'll be dope, and hopefully it has some kind of cool stipulation where they can have some fun with it. And hopefully um, she gets her mask by then. Yeah, Travis wants to put Alexa in a mask like Braze. So she has two characters. She has the Firefly Funhouse Alexa, and then she has her version of the theme for when she wrestles. But can we just talk about how Alexa jumped on Morrison and was over that barricade? So Bray Wyatt defeats Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Wait a minute, because I said Alexa, and P has an Alexa right here, so she answered. My bad. It happens to me all the time. I got one right here. And I like I remember the first time it happened because I had just gotten it, and she's like I'm like, and I've said you know that name, and it came on like not you, and it go back to like you know to the show because you forget you have it. It is just seriously right. I was like, oh wait, why is she lighting a blue? What is happening? So Bray comes down. He's looking at Nikki like, who the fuck are you and what are you doing? But then looks over at Alexa. Alexa gets all happy again. Bray defeats the Miz, and during the match. Just tackles him face first. And they flip. Over the barricade. We don't see them again. Just gone. It was, like I said, they're doing such a great job with her. And if you can do this with Bray and Alexa, you can do so great with Roman and Jay and that story and do what you've done with Drew tonight. Or like, you can, why can't we do that with everyone? Yes, exactly. Because I still feel like they they still feel like it's a hierarchy with the wrestlers. You know what I mean? Like, oh, and I always have to reference Attitude Era because it's so they still repeating the same stuff. Even with Golden Era, you had the, your mid card that can also be high cards with Randy Savage and Steamboat, and then Attitude Era you had Mick Foley who was a mid carder, but then he could also be up there in um, main event status. Then you have um. You had your main main events, which was DX, Stone Cold, Taker, Kane, Rock. So you they they feel as if this this hierarchy, or whatever. Then you had like your lower cars like Crash Holly, Hardcore Holly, you know. So with them, it's just like okay, we need people to be this mid card to fill the shows. Mm-hmm. We need people to be this low card to just open. Like we have the main events to open, but we need somebody just to fill in and come in right them so we could keep these people entertained because this is what they want to see they're just here for the entertainment not knowing that we are really invested in these storylines and in these characters and once you give our characters that we love so much ain't shit roles it's just like i'm gonna watch something else because y'all not doing with our characters what we feel like y'all should do or we're gonna voice it on twitter because we're tired of seeing the same thing like that's why how the, um, the Divas Evolution started. The Women's Evolution started because it is give Divas a chance hashtag. So once people get fed up, which is sad to say, the hurt business. Travis, I hate to say it, Shelton's never getting out of that mid card. He is now back in the tag yeah. team. He would have did it already. But the hurt was great for him. Yeah. It is, but he tried to cut that promo. Yeah, I know. He never gives I know. The mic. He started talking. I'm like, 
Mm, Don't to give you the microphone. Give the mic to MVP. Give to Cedric every now and then. Don't give it to Bobby. Don't give it to don't give it to Sheldon. Neither one of you need to be talking. For different uh, reasons, but neither one of you need to be talking. Her business loses to New Day, thank God, because if they had switched it on us and they had made it Cedric and Sheldon listen, versus listen. the Street Profits, I would I might not have watched some survivors. If, if like they that. do if they did anything to deny me my New Day versus Street Profits match, I'd have been so pissed. I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing the show. I'm not doing it ever again. Um, we also had Retribution defeat Wait, Team Raw. Speaking of the Hurt Business, because oh, I wanted to okay. say something about Naomi, because I had an idea of what might bring her back, is this whole Survivor Series thing of her not being on the team. She comes back, like, you know, the next day and beats the fuck out of whoever may have been on the team, and she's sporting that black and gold and joins the Hurt Business because she's tired of people just looking over her and shit. So I'm like, if that, if they do that, which I don't think they will, but they should do, then I'd forgive the Survivor Series team. MVP did kind of reach out when she got drafted to Raw and made a little insinuation, and her business could use a little a little touch of femininity. Yes, indeed. Um, Retribution defeated Team Raw, so Retribution actually gets a win here over the Raw men's team that's going into Survivor Series. Everyone but AJ, um, because they just can't get along. Like Matt Riddle, Braun Strowman, Sheamus, and Keith Lee, they can't work their shit out, which tells me. They might not be able to do so Sunday. So no matter how many big names you got in this match, it's not looking good for Raw going into Sunday. No, not at all. But maybe go get get a chance for Keith Lee to showcase himself again. Well, I was really looking forward to a stare down between Big E and Keith Lee. Oh, I was too. Big meaty men slapping meat. I wanted it so bad, dude. I wanted it so so bad. And um. Keithley last year. Mm-hmm. Not gonna get it. Um, you guys care about Angel Garza and this Rose? Who? No. Next. I miss maybe Miss Alina. So let's just change the subject. Okay. Uh, we had Drew versus Randy. Drew beats Randy. So Sheamus shows up. Nine times out of ten, he's a heel, but he gets around Drew McIntyre, and there's just some weird man love going on here between those two. And he's got a trunk from scotland that his mother sent over and it's got all of his celtic gear in it and then he pulls out the biggest sword i have ever seen in my life he's got a big sword man he's got a big sword all right because when she when seamus and drew was speaking they were talking about the mom in past tense Mm -hmm. so and and i did my research drew mcintyre's mom actually passed away oh yeah in real life. So that's what it was talking about her in past tense. So then he's like, you know, I loved your mom. You know, I loved her like if she was my own. So his mom actually passed away. I think it was around the time he had just gotten fired from WWE. Mm. Or around that time he was in that 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 cluster of didn't know what he was doing. He was like with 3MB and stuff. Yeah. So it was just something that was in storage. I'm pretty sure Drew had it and wanted to use it again, and they made it that way. But they mentioned Drew's mom because she actually passed away. So it was like if Drew McIntyre fans knew that, then they'd be like, all right, this is something that that's going to make me, you know, go out there and make a tribute to my mom. They must had this trunk and what he's <laughs> doing with Drew right. McIntyre's kilt all these years. 
waiting to give it to him. But. It's fine though because he has that now. It actually made him more interesting though. So, yep. Uh, Drew and Randy tear it down here. Uh, you get this awesome Celtic entrance with the sword and the kilt for Drew, really putting him over. Randy tries to leave, and Adam Pierce comes out and says, "No, no, no, no! It's an extreme rules match, basically. No count out, no DQ. We're gonna have a finish here, and we do." Drew beats Randy, becomes WWE champion, goes on to face Roman Reigns. Monday Night Raw, those wrestling girls spit a swallow. Definitely swallowing. I'll swallow. No, <laughs> no question. Travis? I'll swallow it also. I mean, I get the old um, Drew McIntyre getting, you know, the title to face Reigns. That's the more, um, that's the better matchup. No, it's the better, um, better looking matchup. They saved it because if it was just like with the whole women and stuff, whatever, and everything else was kind of lackluster for me, I definitely would have spit. But Drew and Randy kind of saved it, so. Yeah, but um, like I think Randy Orton versus uh, Roman Reigns would have been a better match, but I think better box office is Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre. So I get it. They they smacked down Monday Night Raw this week for me. So we used to talk about how. We were swallowing SmackDown consistently. Bray and Alexa. And everything else was just kind of filler, but those two things put it over for us. This week, Mm -hmm. it was Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre, and it was Bray and Alexa. And everything else was just kind of filler, but those those segments put it over for me. Oh, that tag tag title match is pretty dope, too. And and that tag title match, they tore it down. Um, All right. There was a lot, though. Like, when I was watching them, like, man, y'all do this every week. Yeah, <laughs> like watching three hours. Y'all do this every week. Like, no. Nah, if I was a wrestler, I think I would be so happy to be on SmackDown more than on Raw because that two hours. Okay, cool. But that. Gotta, that's why Braun Strowman kept getting buried. He was getting pushed. Uh, they were saying he didn't stay for the whole show. He'd just leave. Like his shit would be over, and he'd go home. <laughs> hey, fuck and they're like, shit. oh, well, apparently you don't really care. So there goes your push. Huh. So he kept fucking up. Um. We kick off SmackDown with the Street Profits and Big E. The Street Profits are doing fun. the Street Profits thing. They're putting over Survivor Series. They're putting over my boy, The Undertaker. Big E rises yeah. from the back in a sombrero. Because <laughs> that's all they had in props. Because <laughs> that's all they had in props. Wait, that was before the New Day came out? Yes. Yeah. Oh, because- damn, I caught the New Day in the ring doing the Undertaker stuff. Because the street prophets start talking shit about the new day to Big E, and Big E says, "Well, they're here." And he does the entrance, and then the music hits, and the new day come down to the ring. Felt good. It felt good. Mm-hmm. Really good. Uh, but Big E did not come down to the ring. He stayed in the back of the street prophets. We have Sammy come out talking his shit. Mm-hmm. Baron Corbin comes out. They're both saying the New Day don't belong here, which I'm not. Uh, it's Survivor Series, so that's the one time a year I don't care. Like, problem is, we never, and it would have been perfect because, you know, it was them versus the Street Profits for Bianca to be there and say, you don't go here. But she didn't. And that was, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that was disappointing. That was disappointing. But um, then Rudolph comes out. They won a tag team title shot against the New Day. New Day's like, well, why don't you guys fight it out? Like, you guys fight oh, it out. Oh, I was like, wait, who's Rudolph? That's somebody new? Got it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I was... We got all sorts of nicknames over here. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. 
confused, bro. Like, who's Rudolph? <laughs> it's funny because he says it, and I know exactly who he's talking about. It doesn't even phase me anymore. Like, it's just that's just who they are. Bobby Rude, what is he talking about? Rudolph, got it. Yep. Um, they want tag team title shots. New Day's like, hey, why don't you guys fight it out and figure it out? And it looks like they're going to, and then Rudolph attacks the New Day, and the Street Profits come down to make the save. But Big E doesn't come down to save his boys. Where's Big E, Travis? He was in the back. He said they got it. Creative. Maybe that. maybe he sent the street profits out. He was like, "Yo, you get yeah. out there." Oh, they're just taking orders from Big E now, which means, <laughs> does that mean? Have you seen Big E? Wouldn't you take orders from him too? I mean, <laughs> so I have I have this running joke that Big E and Patricia will get married one day <laughs> because I'm not not even run a joke. It's gonna I'm gonna speak it into existence for them because Big E gave her a birthday cameo mm -hmm. put it on twitter you guys saw he mm -hmm. responded it was like thank you and all that and then still do cameo he sent her, he sent her um, simpler times right simpler times <laughs> he sent her a photo of like him and kofi kneeling in the ring and they signed it and then they, well, it was it was for the fundraiser. I paid for that. And <laughs> what other kind of photos are getting in your DMs from Big E? Yeah, yeah. what else you got? What else you got? More and in my he, DMs. And he had wrote at this point, I feel like I know you. At this point, Big E, you do. So just you know, we could be best friends. Go on a date, a oh. Zoom. <laughs> go on a Zoom date. Make <laughs> the background real pretty, and just see how it goes from there. That's all. Pictures and or video. Talk it into existence. I'm with it. I want to see Queen PR on SmackDown getting all those spots that Biggie can't get with the oil. Helping him rub up. Get ready for those matches. Before he slides in and gyrates on the floor. Yeah. Let's see when he splits. Yes. And we were at SmackDown when they won the tag team championships. They actually came in our section. Like we were right there. Like I'm in the picture. Like so so that was like her close up with Big E. I actually I actually met Big E and Xavier Woods, but every single picture with Xavier Woods that night. But mm -hmm. so we're gonna speak into existence that Biggie and Patricia will be, you know, getting married and stuff. And I'm definitely a bridesmaid because your twin has to be made of it. And we'll do a Zoom uh, bridal shower for you. We'll get the dead ass girls involved. Uh, we'll all get together. It'll be fun. <laughs> and listen, if it's oh yeah, y'all missed that hangout for the baby shower, didn't you? Yeah, I heard it was awesome though. It was. It was it hilarious. Was. Um, we had an eight-man tag match. New Day and the Street Profits get the win over Rudolph and Sami Zayn and Baron Corbin. Sami is the one that takes the pin here, which is not looking good for him going up against Bobby Lashley. Yo, um, when this all happened, I had forgotten that Sami was the IC champ. I'm like, oh, he's got to go up against Bob? Oh. <laughs> we can't count Sami Zayn out, though, because if you look at his NXT matches, even like his matches when he first came up to Raw – against Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens and Bobby Lashley is probably about the same in size. It's just that one is rounder and one is muscular. Um, and one also has the hurt business behind him. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but Sami Zayn can really, really hold his own. Oh, yeah, he can, but it's four on one. And it's Survivor Series, so it's literally there's no type, there's no such thing as disqualification for Survivor Series. Mm. It's, it's 
It's the yeah, best yeah. of the best, and we're going to find out who's the best mid-carder. Is it Bobby Lashley or is it Sami Zayn? Um, speaking of Sammy, he's not happy. He's yelling at the ref. He's like, I wasn't even holding the tag rope. How is this legal? Daniel Bryan's backstage. He's kind of laughing at him. He's like, what's so funny? Why are you laughing at me? Daniel pulls up his face mask because Sammy's in his face, which I love that just little detail where he's like, mm, you can't have you breathing on me like that. And I got two kids at home. Okay. And then, then Sammy, he got within six feet. And he's like, I need that six feet distance and put Sammy on his ass. Mm-hmm. That was good. And uh, I feel Brian's little buzz cut. I was going to say, he got his ass beat by Jay so bad he came back with a whole new hairstyle. A whole new haircut. <laughs> a whole new hairstyle. He's trying to join the family. Mm-hmm. Um, Imagine? <laughs> I mean, I don't know how it would work, but you know WWE is creative. Just like Nation of Domination was all black and then Owen Hart popped up. So well, well, my, my, well, They also my, had Crush at one point, too. So. They did. <laughs> My yeah. first thought was they're going to confuse the Bella Twins for Samoans and try and mix that in, so, you know. I mean, they're already Mexican, so, you know. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan's pissed. He's like, listen, I couldn't pick up my daughters. I, I'm at home. I'm reminded about it every time I try and do something. My daughter looks at me and cries. I'm in the hospital. So, uh, it's not personal, but, Jay, you're going to get this ass whooping tonight. I mean... <laughs> Speaking of haircuts, you know, the fact that Jay had the nerve to come out there, you know, been rocking the mullet for the last few weeks, like I'm not going to talk about him for. Yeah, he deserved that ass whooping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you deserve an ass whooping for that mullet, Jay. Like, it's just. And then this is where we get the segment where Adam Pierce is backstage and he's talking to someone. He's like, listen, I get to pick one person for the men's Survivor Series team and giving your story and your struggle. And I'm like, oh, we're going to pan to Big E. Oh, we're going to see Big E. This is Big E's moment. No, it's motherfucking Otis. They put Otis on the team. He gets the last spot. Big E's not even on the show. So weird. Man was getting a push, beating Sheamus, doing all this great stuff. They they separated the New Day. I thought they were going to strap the rocket on him. We were going to see him eventually versus Roman for the title. If we didn't get Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania, which we probably are, mm-hmm. I thought that's where we were headed. And then for whatever reason, yes, exactly, he's not even that's on the Survivor Series team. Otis gets the spot anyway. I mean, who's on the team? Uh, Jay, Otis, Corbin, Cor- Corbin, Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> not STD. Mm-hmm. Uh. Riddle. No, no, that's Raw. So on SmackDown, you got Jay, Corbin, Otis, Kevin Owens, and Seth Rollins. I forgot Seth was on the team, too. So That's going to be mm-hmm. such an ego trip. Well, you but forgot Seth was on the team because... He... Go ahead. I'm sorry. What I am here for, now that Seth and Roman are on SmackDown together, whatever type of messiah... Uh, Seth is against the head of the table, the tribal chief one day. That's one well, be- Especially yeah. with Roman's new attitude, bruh. Come on. You might have to wait a little while because rumor is after Survivor Series, Seth's going to go home and be daddy. Well, yeah, true. That's why I'm not, I'm not talking about it right now, but it's, it, it, they can build up to it. They can yeah. Becky, after Becky dropped those pregnancy pics online. Which we love, <laughs> Team Becky. Mm-hmm. She was relentless. So... Yeah, no, rumor is Seth's going to take some time off after this. Um, But the reason you forgot Seth was on the team is because he's been fucking with – like, he qualified, and then all he's been doing is fucking with the Mysterios. And they told us last week 
Ray versus Seth was the end of Seth versus the Mysterios. And then for whatever goddamn reason, you got Buddy Murphy bringing the entire, like, he's, he's part of the family now. Like, but his last name isn't Mysterio, technically. Yeah. But, no, but they brought them out. But remember. They didn't face them, though. They were just there. Uh, Murphy kicked Seth in the face. So Seth had to come back and be like, oh, you kicked me in the face, so now we're going to fight. It, did literally, it literally just popped up on my phone how they ended that fuse. Yeah. I was, like, reading to see, you know, what happened, what I missed. I'm fine with that. I would have even been fine if Aaliyah came out. But I didn't need Ray and Dominic out there. I didn't need Seth attacking Ray and Dominic when it was supposed to be over. What I did live for is the fact that when Ray won that match last week, he got his eye back. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that back? Like, he took it off? Yeah. He had both eyes this week. It wasn't a toy like the last time when he got. <laughs> nope. I was so mad that they botched that so bad. <laughs> My thing was like the fact that they did that oh, match like, in the first place. It was just like, why would you do that? Why right, would you like, like have that if kind of match? Era, oh, lose an eye, cool, because they would have did it with the the blood and all that. But you had a a party city eye, no blood. Mm -hmm. No nothing. Then you want to make it seem like Seth was throwing up. I still, you know, I still just have an issue with the whole Mysterio's being behind Murphy thing because in in the end, Murphy still have helped Seth beat the shit out of Dominic with kendo sticks while he was tied up in the ropes. So ain't no coming back from that, dude. So and now you're just gonna let him hop in your daughter like she's a kangaroo. Like yeah, yeah. The fuck is this shit? Listen, everybody got needs, okay? Yeah, and, yeah. That don't mean I gotta see? be okay with it after you beat the shit out of me with a kendo stick. That's how WWE is, though. Have you ever left a boyfriend's house or had a one-night stand, left the house, and you took the dude's shirt with you? I've you never didn't... had a one-night stand, so I can't relate. You took the dude's shirt with you, so that way someone didn't see you, like, wearing the same clothes from the night before? Nope. No. Because that's what it looked like Aaliyah did. She had an oversized that's men's button-up. So like, she, she was trying to hide from Ray and Dominic that she left Buddy's house wearing the same clothes. So she's like, hey, let me get one of those shirts. I'll throw a belt on over it. You won't even know. Make it look like a dress, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was tonight. Yeah. yeah. I really gotta watch it. See, I shouldn't have gone over here. I should have waited. <laughs> I was stuck in traffic anyway. Uh, Rollins loses to Murphy, and then the Mysterios celebrate with their new family member, Buddy Murphy. Um, so now you've had Corbin lose, and he's on the SmackDown team. You've had Seth lose, and he's on the SmackDown team. You had Jey Uso losing the main event, and he's the leader of the SmackDown team. He's the self-appointed captain of the SmackDown team. Takes a loss to Daniel Bryan. It's, the it's mode, not though. looking good for the men's SmackDown team. Yeah, no, I don't see. That so I feel either. like Raw's gonna win. There's Raw men may win. No, because it's not looking good for them neither. <laughs> Maybe that's, that's why they did this. Invasion and NXT is gonna win. That's it. That's because that's mm -hmm. all. I, that's all I can get. Especially because um, uh, uh, undisputed is back. So why not? Throwing it out Just there. Have them come and fuck everybody up. Yep, fuck everybody up. Them with Finn Balor. Yep, that's it. <laughs> uh, then we had two. My two favorite segments of the night. We had the contract signing. Now, I will say I'm not happy that we had a contract signing, because do they sign contracts for every match? Like, and we just no. don't see it all the time. Choose. Only the big ones. So, uh, no, I mean, she, he means like you know, like you know, besides the ones we see in the ring, is there a contract for every match that we just don't see? Is right, that what they're implying? 
yeah. yeah. So I was like, why do we need a champion versus like normally you send a contract when the title's on the line, but if this is just two guys fighting, what do we need champ? I guess whatever stipulations are involved that we don't know of or for it to be made for TV because technically they already signed to the company so whatever happens it's already in their original contract. We do know lately Roman's had a lot of you know special stipulations for things for himself in order for him to do things for somebody you know or do matches and all that kind of stuff so maybe this contract was something special that he gets some kind of perk in exchange for doing this match because you know I'm Roman Reigns. They should have told us that. But instead, we got Roman Reigns looking at Drew McIntyre in the face. And this man said, you are a secondary champion. They call you when I'm busy. You will always be my favorite number two. And after you get this ass whooping this Sunday, you're going to love me for it. And I'm going to love you too. Roman, Know your place. It was beautiful. Wait, so we saying... That Roman's mic skills are up there now. Mm-hmm. They've gotten so much better. It is just you he stumbled a little that. bit in the beginning. He stumbled a little bit in the beginning, but when he got into it and he hit you with that, you're a secondary champion. You're backup. You're a prop. They call you when I am busy. And he looked at Paul, and Paul's like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> I'm, I'm still like cringing. I don't know if you guys remember the promo where it was like Roman and Seth Rollins in the ring and Ro- Seth was talking some I shit. Roman and in Roman was just like, what in the suffering sucker? He's never going to live that suffering sucker attack. No, though. like, don't, don't yeah. speak. Don't speak. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, heel Roman is way better on the mic. So it's just him trying to cut babyface promos just wasn't doing it for him. So. Yeah. I don't know. Except for the one against Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a good one. Everyone could cut a, like, I was about to say, everybody cuts a great promo on Steph, though. It's like just, I said, like I... The I, McMahon's are great. great. I, did, I did a podcast with the hardest part of the ring. Um, oh, fuck. It, is, it, is it Stan? Or... I don't know. Anyway, I did, it, you'll have to listen to the episode to get that. But we, anyway, um, he we talked about SummerSlam 2001 and in the lead up to SummerSlam 2001 is that famous rock and Jericho promo from Chicago where they rhyme against Stephanie Rhino Booker T and Shane. Oh, I loved going back and seeing that. I love that. Talk about, uh, Booker, what's two plus two? Thomas Jefferson, sucker. Or Booker T and Shane. The punk ass sucker and the silver spoon, motherfucker. <laughs> and Stephanie said on Jericho's podcast that she was supposed to say stop, but she was so into it and was trying so hard not to laugh that she forgot to stop him at mother. And that's how Rock said the whole thing on, on TV. <laughs> she tried to stop Jericho when he said gore and the whore. Mm-hmm. And you know what's crazy? Jericho literally remembers that verbatim. Like the, he was like they were talking about it. He goes something something sleaze bag hole something something. I was like, damn, I remember that. Even though Jericho needs to be in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna come out every week, you're gonna need to be in the gym. Though they did some great stuff on AW this week where they parodied the Hangover. That was really funny. They had Hornswoggle on TV in a diaper. And- uh, he did some work with TNA. He came in and did a stint with AEW. I don't think he's officially over there, but yeah, he's around. Just like Adrian, so. she just popped up, did a match, and just left. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. 
Last but not least, we had the face-to-face between Sasha and Asuka. So Sasha is out there, and Sasha is basically saying, you know, they're talking about how Sasha beat Asuka earlier this year to become the Raw Women's Champion, but Asuka beat Sasha, and does Asuka have Sasha's number? Sasha goes off. She's like, we don't even have to wait till Sunday. We can do this now. She kicks her shoes off. Shoes off. off. That's how you know Sasha be black. Asuka's doing all of her, you're not ready for Asuka. And then Carmella in her same red ring gear that she's had for the last three weeks, takes Sasha out from behind, drags her over to the corner, hangs her up in the tree of woe, starts whooping her ass, telling her, I told you to watch your back. I told you not to turn your back on me. And Asuka just stood there like, well, shouldn't have been talking shit. That was the I mean, if you were Oscar, wouldn't you just let let her take her from behind? I mean, you know, you just let it happen. Unbothered. Just sat there and watched. 100%. Great segment. I love I really enjoyed that one. Damn, I got to watch it because I missed everything. I should have been watching while I was stuck in traffic. (laughs) It was a fun show. I'm assuming, Travis, you're swallowing SmackDown this week. I am, even though they did my boy Big E dirty. But, yeah. I agree. Those wrestling girls. Everything Travis said. <laughs> I, I can't do anything because I haven't watched it yet. Okay, well, you, you can go. you can gargle undecidedly until you I watch it. And you... Undecidedly. Right. Or go that's, back out. That's one of Travis's favorites is to gargle that's undecidedly. <laughs> it's always a pleasure going back at it again. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so what did you girls think was the best show of the week? I got to say NXT. I'm going to have to go with NXT, too, yeah. Down. <laughs> he hates it. Fuck you, Matt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> NXT was the best show this week. It was. Oh, look at that. It was. It was. I'll give they it to had, you. They if literally it, had the If best. it's true, I'll tell you. It's fine, you know? Listen, but... that Rhea EO match was everything. It was the best was match it. of the week, hands down. That was it. Like, out of all the main events from each. Champion. We only had one. She has the presence. She has the size. She has the power. Make it happen. WWE, you hear us. This is those wrestling girls on Smacking It Raw. Make it happen. Make Rhea Ripley. The next and second woman intercontinental champion, period. So it is official from those wrestling girls. Know where they can find your podcast, your YouTube channel, talk about Thirsty Thursdays, anything you guys want to plug, Patreon, merchandise, all that good stuff. Okay, so you can follow us literally on everything. Um, those wrestling girls on Twitter, T Wrestling Girls, Facebook discussion. Facebook is those wrestling girls. Instagram is those wrestling girls. Um, there's a link in our bio to our merch store, to our Patreon, to our YouTube channel. Please subscribe, please share, please tag. Um, and whatever merch you bought from us, just tag us, let us know you're supporting Send us. us a pic. Send us a picture. We'll definitely repost it. And we have a few giveaways. So make sure that you're following us. Um, and I guess we'll see you for Sunday mm-hmm. for Survivor Series. Even I'm going, can we can we can we touch base on Survivor Series real quick? Sure. 
So, as I pointed out earlier, I don't know if we were, we were recording it or not, The Undertaker is retiring. Final, final. And I pointed out to P that on 11-22-1990, he debuted with Brother Love. Now, 11-22-2020, exactly 30 years later, says on the day, he is retiring. See, I... I've avoided talking about it because he is literally the reason I watch wrestling. I, and as I said before we started, like, no bullshit, I will cry. A 33-year-old grown-ass man, I am going to cry on Sunday because he is my all-time favorite wrestler. And I may, despite what everyone on the internet says, I may never get to see him wrestle another match again. This may be the last time he appears as The Undertaker on WWE TV before he's inducted, before he goes and does whatever he does with his family post. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a rough one for me Sunday. It's going to be hard. And, you know, Sunday is my nephew Cameron's birthday. Um, but I will be upstairs watching wrestling. <laughs> hey, Cameron, I love you. Mwah. I'm going upstairs to watch wrestling. But, I don't um, blame you. Right. Listen, you come as you come with me, you're going to stay to entertain these friends of yours. I, I, you got to pick, pick your battles. <laughs> but, um, yes, I'm definitely going to cry or really be really emotional watching it because it's just like the undertaker like he was like the only legend left that always i mean i haven't yet to see the rock so whatever but he was like besides triple h is like the only legend left who will come back and do something phenomenal Mm -hmm. and literally leave you awestruck except for WrestleMania 30. We don't have to talk about that. Or, or the one we're wrong. We don't have to talk about that one either. When that um, gong hits, it's instant Bluetooth for me. Yeah, like, like we've <laughs> seen Untake about five or six times. Literally yeah. pop we up just got lucky live events. All of his surprises. Yeah, he was just there. I only got to see him once. And all of the shows I've been to and all of the things I've done, it was my very first SmackDown. It was in 2003. My birthday is April 5th. It was April 10th, 2003. Two weeks after WrestleMania 19, he fought John Cena in the main event of SmackDown. I will never forget it. That is awesome. awesome. The only time I got to see him. But I got to see him once. As him and Cannon Brother Destructions as well. Um, but it was just like you hear it and I remember I brought my cousin with me to a show and I was like they was talking about until like I said he might come out he might not come out so if he don't come out don't be upset and as soon as I said don't be upset went out gongs hit oh, that was, yeah. that was, and my cousin was like elated like oh my gosh like he almost killed me almost <laughs> pushed me over the seat like it was amazing so I'm definitely gonna miss and then my first Wrestlemania Undertaker's not there my only WrestleMania. Undertaker's not there. Out of all of them, I'm just like, yo. And I didn't realize it until he said it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't realize it until Undertaker himself said he was not at WrestleMania 35. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah that was a rough one. Absolutely missed the Undertaker. But, you know, things happen. He has to move on. He has a wife and kids to maintain and take care of. And we Who got him Maybe him. maybe once he's retired and a full-time dad, we might get another run from Michelle McCool. She can come back and do a little something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking. Or he may retire as the Undertaker, but come back as the American oh, Badass. No. Stay retired. I'm trying to make him feel better. I'm trying to make him feel better. You're not making him feel better, though. He doesn't want that. <laughs> I was, 
no, no, no. I, I'm fine with the American Badass Classic. Listen, I will watch The Undertaker wheel his old ass down in a wheelchair to the ring at WrestleMania. It'll be a half an hour entrance, and I will sit on my floor in that pose, holding the urn behind me for the entire 30 minutes until he gets there. I don't care. <laughs> Who really retires in WWE? That's my thing. That's why I'm not sad. I'm like, I'll just wait till. It was guy. almost Shawn Michaels until he did that shit in Saudi Arabia. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, that <laughs> happened, Travis. Stop it. it was a figment of your imagination. Stop. You're right. It wasn't real. You're Travis, right. that's non-canon. We talked You're about right. that. It's not canon. You Saudi, right. Saudi doesn't, didn't happen. Didn't happen. You are right. I take like, that back. I don't want people to do to undertake what they did to Ric Flair. Like, force him to retire. You guys can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Creation World. That is at C-R-E-A-T-I-A World. Creation World is the company that travis owns and runs that he was so nice to give me my own podcast under it includes super flash hero of tomorrow hashtag them thrones wild wild Westworld, and the creation conversation and all the other great podcasts that travis does or said he's going to start that we still haven't done yet like uh dungeons after dark it's coming dude look. uh yeah uh-huh. i've heard that uh-huh. look look we've taken steps all right yeah we get it's, a com- it's a complicated process sir you guys can find me on Twitter only at Matt Ritter. That's at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. Spell it again. Spell it again. M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. Period. You guys can find Travis on Twitter and Instagram at Sir Cusselot. That is at S-I-R underscore C-U-S-S-A-L-O-T-T. You guys can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Creation World. You guys can find us on Facebook also at Facebook.com slash group slash Smacking It Raw. And currently both on Twitter at my Twitter and on Facebook, we have polls going on. We did a mock draft. Then we picked champions and a uh, Survivor Series team each. And those polls are up right now. So far, Travis is beating me three to one. And right now, my women's Survivor Series team is currently destroying Travis's women's Survivor Series team. That'll be done by tomorrow. So it's looking like it's going to be three to two. Tomorrow, uh, when this podcast drops will be the last matchup it'll be our men's survivor series teams uh, that you guys can go vote on let us know who had the best draft and which one of us is going to win survivor series just let you all know when you vote please you know look beyond your individual hate for the people all right because i feel like that's what's driving a lot of these votes we're talking about who wins the match not who you like more all right so well we've got those wrestling girls so let me ask you our women's survivor series teams my team is Charlotte Flair, Asuka, Io Shirai, Shotzi Blackheart, and Alexa Bliss. Ooh, that's a good team. And Travis, Travis Travis's team is Bianca Belair, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Naomi, and Bailey. Ooh, that's hard. Damn, that is so hard. That is so hard. I, I don't know. <laughs> I gotta go with SmackDown on this one. Yeah, I gotta go with SmackDown too. UPN wins it again, power. sir. <laughs> well, I'll I'll add in two votes for you, Travis, and you're still gonna lose. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. I saw the vote. I'm not. I, I, I know. Yo, I really thought she was gonna go with Raw because you got Charlotte, Shotzi. Oh wait, I thought that was the one. I'm so. Oh, I apologize. I was trying to choose the one with Charlotte and Shotzi. That's Raw. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, like she's Raw. I'm SmackDown. <laughs> Sorry. I'm- yeah. The way we the way we did this draft is we decided Travis's SmackDown is for the culture. Um, it's on a local. It's on UPN out here, which is a local Chicago broadcast. Uh, <laughs> b- before the show, you're gonna get um, 
what was it? Uh, Malcolm and Eddie. And after the show. Oh, yeah, on TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Malcolm and Eddie, Sister, Sister plays afterwards, you know. And then mine was Raw as Ritter. So, nice. and uh, Vince Delgado made us some, they made us this nice logo. Uh, as well as a Raw's Ritter that I'm going to I'm gonna fly that flag once I beat Travis. That's I mean, it's literally impossible for you to beat me. So it's yeah, I know. It's going to tie. But <laughs> like, hey, I take, the most you can do is tie. <laughs> after losing the first three rounds, I'm going to take that as a victory, Travis. <laughs> it's a nice comeback. Is there anything else we need to plug, Travis, before we close out? Um, no, because I don't want to promise that right now because I um, can't guarantee that I can do that next week. So, yeah, nothing right now. All right, then, for those wrestling girls, Krista B. and Queen PR, and Sir Cusla Travis Pointer, I am the Warden Mad Ritter. We are Smacking It Raw, and we are the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Peace. Thanks for having us. Thank you.